Hey, it's Coach Freddy here, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them, and welcome to the iHemp Revolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profits. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? My guest today is Rick Trojan. Rick Trojan has been an entrepreneur since the year 2000 and has started several companies. In 2012, Rick sold his latest software company to his partner. And ever since, Rick has been focusing on industrial hemp in Colorado. In 2014, he started Colorado Cultivars to produce products for both wellness and commercial uses. He uses strategic partnerships with farming, processing, and distributing companies to achieve that goal. Colorado Cultivars has two divisions. White Buffalo Farms is the agricultural arm, and Moonrise Extracts is the commercial products division. And they use a company called Stage One Processing to process their crops. All of Colorado Cultivar's products are made from Colorado hemp, grown by using organic farming practices. So, Rick, welcome to the iHemp revolution. Thanks for having me, Coach. So, it looks like you guys are involved in, from the seed to the end product, from farming, harvesting, processing, manufacturing, and distribution. And I, I want to cover a little bit about those areas today. First, we'll talk about farming and harvesting, then processing, and then manufacturing and distribution. But first, Rick, tell us the history of Colorado Cultivars. Colorado Cultivars was formed in July of 2014 uh, with a focus on Colorado-based industrial organic hemp um, production and manufacturing. Uh, the company started with, uh, with feral hemp found here in Colorado. We grew in greenhouses um, since July of last year, uh, specifically for seeds and CBD uh, for planting of our farms this year. Um, we've partnered with a fourth-generation farming um, group, family actually, that uh, handles the agriculture side from an industrial perspective. And we planted all of our fields um, from seed in uh, the spring of this year, and we're looking to harvest here uh, this week and for the next month or so. Let's take a look at farming and harvesting and white buffalo farms. What are your capacities for growing and harvesting? Uh, well, our, the, the partners that we have, our, our farming partners, have uh, between three and 5,000 acres total. Um, so we can, and as well, they're fourth generation, so they have all the equipment for planting, uh, harvesting on an industrial commercial scale. Um, so right now we have 298 acres currently, but we have the capacity to do thousands of acres uh, coming up next year and following. So you have close to 300 acres planted this year, and next year thousands of acres. Correct. Where are the farms located? 
The farms are in northeast Colorado, outside of Eaton, Colorado. What about processing? What are your capacities for processing? I have the capacity to do literally tons and tons of, uh, of processing. Um, again, we have all the farming equipment. Um, we're, we're commercial, industrial scale, so we can do harvesting, decortication, seed separation, um, and literally thousands of grams of CBD extraction. Um, hundreds of kilos of CBD uh, can be processed through our facility. How large is your warehouse facilities? The warehouse is 20,000 square foot. Now, who do you use for processing again? Uh, stage one processing. Stage one processing. Are they mobile or do you have to take your crops to them? They, um, both. So we, 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 we take it to them currently. They, they're going to handle all of our harvesting. Um, seeds, they have an industrial seed separator, um, combine and harvester, um, decortication machine, uh, industrial dryers, uh, industrial ethanol extractor, and they also have a mobile ethanol extractor for, uh, specifically for CBD. So they, they go around the state and help farmers with, hemp farmers with harvesting, decortication, seed separation, and CBD extraction if that's what they're looking for. Now let's look at manufacturing and distribution and Moonrise extracts. What are the products that you are producing right now? So Moonrise has, um, it focuses specifically or almost exclusively on CBD. Uh, we have CBD tinctures in the 100 milligram, 250 and 500 milligram, and even a, a 250 milligram uh, capsule that we pair with coconut oil. Um, in capsule for, for that distribution, we have um, CBD infused raw organic locally sourced honey, and we're coming out with a line of CBD uh, vape pens as well. So, you are producing CBD products. Rick, what exactly are CBDs? Can you tell us a little more about them? Yeah, so CBD is one of the, there's over 85 different cannabinoids on the cannabis plant. Um, in the hemp plant specifically, CBD is one of the largest cannabinoid um, profiles. What CBD does is it's, the non, it's one of the, the largest non-psychoactive uh, cannabinoids that, we, that we're aware of now on the, on the hemp plant, on the cannabis plant itself. Um, and CBD has been used um, as, a, as a supplement or as a dietary supplement uh, as well as um, a botanical extract to help people with uh, certain ailments like epilepsy, seizures, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, it's an anti-anxiety, anti-inflammatory, um, helps a lot with pain relief. So there's a lot of benefits, um, health benefits for from the oil itself. And we do full plant extraction from the hemp plant um, to get all, all the cannabinoids together. And then we, we concentrate it into the CBD oil and then pair that with organic, either peppermint oil for the tinctures or coconut oil for the capsules. Uh, to help increase the bioavailability or the uptake of your body of the CBD um, nutrients. You have a 20,000 square foot facility. Is that where you're doing your manufacturing and distribution? So, no, we have, we have a facility uh, in Boulder. It's about a 3,500 square foot processing, uh, retail processing center. So the, the, the extracts that we get from state that is uh, serviced by stage one, um, they, um, we purchase it from them, and then we use that to, um, to infuse our various products. So the retail manufacturing facility is, uh, is in Boulder, Colorado.
Okay, how many products do you actually have right now? Um, we have the capacity to do hundreds of thousands of, of CBD tinctures, capsules, vape pens, and, and honey. Uh, our current, I mean, our current inventory as we take down the farm and, and stage one process is that we, we continue to build inventory. So uh, what we have specifically now, I'm not quite sure, but we have the capacity to, to do hundreds of thousands of, of uh, products. Okay. And uh, what uh, what's the variety of the products now? You have about five or six, I believe, right now? Right, so we have the main the main SKUs are CBD tinctures with uh, organic peppermint oil, our CBD capsules with organic coconut oil, uh, our CBD raw infused honey, and the CBD vape pens as well. Honey, wow, you're using honey. That's great. Tell us more about your products using honey. So the honey 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 by itself, we use raw organic honey. Um, by itself, it's an anti-allergen. Um, it helps with uh, with burns and such. And so we take that organic honey, which has its own health benefits individually, and we pair that with, or we infuse that rather, with CBD uh, botanical extract. And so what that does is it takes the anti-inflammatory um, uh, pain relief and health benefits of the CBD botanical concentrate, and it couples that with the honey. Um, that's actually one of our best-selling products on the market today is that... Uh, is the raw CBD honey. Tell us about your distribution. How are you distributing your products right now? Um, distributions, uh, typically it's, it's, we have uh, a sales team uh, and we also have, we're developing a nationwide sales team as well. Uh, but we have a sales team that goes out and makes calls and visits um, various facilities, whether it's a, a marijuana dispensary, um, a supplement shop, uh, senior living facility, uh, health stores, health food stores, uh, all of those um, Oh, and then, of course, just direct word of mouth. People that see us on online or on our website, they can purchase directly from the company as well. Rick, tell me, what was your reason for getting into the industrial hemp industry in the first place? When I, after I sold my software company in 2012, I'm originally from Colorado, and I, I wanted to come back. Uh, I have family here and, and sisters with nieces and nephews, and so I wanted to find an industry that kept me here in Colorado. So I started researching and, and came across the cannabis industry. Um, and then uh, once I started researching and reviewing specifically the marijuana industry and I heard about hemp, then I found out all, that could, all, the, all the different products that can be created from this plant, food, fuel, fiber, medicine, etc. Um, I found out about the benefits to the farmer as a rotational crop, the fact that it's a phytoremediator and a bioaccumulator, uh, and the benefits to the economy and the environment. And once I began to understand the value of the plant, um, and across so many different facets important to our community and well-being, it was a no-brainer. I wanted to get involved in this industry in a big way. So, Rick, tell me, what is the one thing that has you most excited about industrial hemp right now? Uh, really the potential. I mean, the, the, we haven't really grown up domestically except for World War II since the late 1930s. Um, and and Popular Mechanics called it in 1937 the next billion dollar crop, and then the next year, of course, it was it was outlawed. So, the it was it could be made in over 25,000 different products back then. With the new technologies now, there's products that really we don't even know about that we can make from this plant. And so I'm excited about obviously what we can do with the plant now, and then where we're going to take this plant and, and the products in the future. So, how do you see industrial hemp changing our culture? 
it can be transformational, honestly, both personal or personally, economically, socially, medically, and environmentally. Uh, it's helping our nation minimize the toxins in their products in the environment. It helps to remediate poisons in the soil. It leaves the soil with more nutrients for other non-hemp crops, so it's a great rotational crop. And it provides us with with food and a full range of omegas, essential folic acids, phosphorus, magnesium, uh, and, nu- and nutrients directly from the same plant. So it's uh, it's utilizing this plant in the different facets of our industry is really going to help transform uh, America, in my opinion. Transforming America, the iHemp Revolution. We are transforming America with the iHemp Revolution. So Rick, tell me, what is your vision, the future of industrial hemp in the U.S.? What is your vision? My my vision is pretty audacious. I, I I'm I'm a huge fan. After learning about and continuing to learn about this plant uh, and the products it can make, uh, I envision a marketplace with products made from sustainable, environmentally environmentally friendly source, including products such as building materials, plastics, biofuel, energy, food and supplements, and even pharmaceuticals and nutraceuticals. Uh, a world in which our culture favors sustainability over subsidized toxicity. Yes, we can make thousands of products out of industrial hemp. And out of all of the products that hemp can be used in, which one do you see moving out in front first? Uh, out of the products I mentioned, I think you know we're already using the, the hemp as a food and supplement source. Um, I think there's been some use of it, of the botanical concentrates um, for uh, health and wellness. Uh, and then I think building materials is going to be a big one. There's a few hemp homes that are built across the U.S., um, but I think once people realize the the benefits of uh, hemp as a building material, uh, and again the sustainability of hemp as a building material, uh, I think those are the those are the 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 ones that'll take to market more quickly. They'll they'll have uh, uptake in the market more quickly, and then moving forward, I think the ability to make uh, composite plastics and biofuels will be the next large, uh, large industries that hemp can help, uh, help tackle. So food and construction. Well, one of the things on my bucket list is a hemp house. How do you like that? <laughs> I don't know exactly where yet, but I'm working on it. And you're going to love it. I'm sure you're going to love it. So, Rick, I like that you look at things a lot different than most people. You're involved from planting the seed to the end product. From the farming, harvesting, processing, manufacturing, and distribution. Tell us a little bit more about that. And your dreams to accomplish that. And so I think we're we're, one of the, we're pr- fairly unique in the industry in in that we're approaching this from a commercial uh, agricultural standpoint. So uh, some people are planting, you know, simply just females out in the field. Some people are, are hand planting. A lot of people are hand planting a few acres. We're really looking at this uh, from a as a farmer looks at it, right? So as a rotational crop in their on their fields, uh, and even more than that, as a as a crop to help, uh, you know to help provide more nutrients to the soil, help, you know, we grow it organically, but hemp doesn't need typically herbicides or pesticides because it, it grows so fast, it rips weeds out, uh, and, it, and it covers, you know, it covers the ground so the weeds can't grow. Um, so I think our approach is, I mean, we're using industrial machinery, we're using, you know, uh, we have planters that have GPS locations on them so we know what seeds are planted where. 
on our various uh, 298 acres. Um, we're harvesting industrially. We're drying, extracting, decorticating, all from an industrial standpoint. Uh, the infrastructure isn't there in our country, yet it needs to be rebuilt. The infrastructure that was there to process this hemp, but we're 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 tr- we're creating that infrastructure locally in hopes to be able to help create that infrastructure nationally as other states come on board. Wow, using GPS in farming, that's innovative. You do have some big dreams and a vision for yourself, don't you? How do you see yourself in five years? I see tens and thousands of acres. I see us taking what we're what we're doing here and what we're learning here in Colorado, um, specifically, and then taking those processes, those uh, those procedures, uh, the seeds possibly, and taking it out to other states as other states come on board and start allowing the the planting and processing of hemp. Um, I see us partnering with other uh, with other counties and other uh, across Colorado, uh, which will happen next year. And then I see us doing that, the replicating this, uh, this operation in Iowa and in Virginia and Tennessee and Kentucky, um, and those states that, uh, that allow us to do such. So I see us having, you know, tens and thousands, even hundreds of thousands of acres five years down the road and, and really, you know, fields of green all over, all over the country. I would love to see that happen and to support you in your mission. Fantastic. And the iHemp Revolution is here to educate and make people aware of the many products that will be available. So when the hemp products are available, you will have customers to purchase them. And that's what we need. Enthusiastic customers waiting in line. And I think that's great. I think one of the best, one of the things I'm, I like most about the iHemp radio and is, is our ability to reach out to a nationwide audience for, for education and awareness and help people become aware and educated about the products and the potential. And also it's a great opportunity for us to share our story with your audience and let them know, you know, where we, you can come from, you know, from just learning about it and to, to full on farming, processing, um, and just, you know, just educate yourself about the product. And I think it's, this is a great opportunity for us to reach out to your audience, your nationwide audience as well. Let me ask you a question. How can people best get involved with the industrial hemp industry? A great question. And I think it, it just comes down to first and foremost is get educated. Um, educate yourself, then help educate others about the plant and its uses. And, uh, and of equal importance, I think, is to become involved, become involved in, in lobbying and, and, and um, call your congressperson and your senators and insist that they pass the Industrial Farm Act of 2015. What that will do is that will remove hemp from the Controlled Substances Act meaning it's no longer considered a Schedule One drug, which it should never have been and shouldn't be now. Uh, and that will help essentially take nearly $600 million that we currently send to other countries to import hemp. That will take that money and bring it back into the U.S. economy, help create jobs, help crap up, and help create opportunities for thousands of citizens. So I would say get educated first and foremost, and then, and then get active. Activate and, and uh, friends and family and let them know. Call your senators, call your congresspeople and say, let's, let's pass this Industrial Farm Act of 2015 and let's Let's allow America to, to start growing hemp again and start making products domestically and, and manufacturing products domestically and, and also just be more environmentally conscious and, and, and help get toxins out of, our, out of our environment, out of our soils, out of our products uh, and help make them from organic, uh, organic material. What other crops are your farmers rotating with the industrial hemp crops? Sure. Sure. 
So what we they do uh, sorghum, alfalfa, corn, of course, um, uh, wheat uh, are the main ones. I know. Uh, I mean, back in the day, Kentucky and Kentucky's doing hemp again, but uh, the Kentucky farmers uh, at the turn of the century found that that hemp as a rotational crop to their tobacco would increase tobacco yields between twenty five and forty percent. So hemp is a great it's a great way to get nutrients back in the soil and take the the junk that's in the soil out. Um, the roots break up the soil, and it makes that it makes that soil better prepared for a variety of different crops. Um, but mainly on our farms, we're focusing on uh, the farmers are focusing on wheat, corn, uh, alfalfa, sorghum, and hemp. Well, Rick, I want to thank you very much for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution. You bet, I appreciate it. How can people get a hold of you? What your email and website. How can they find you? Yep, yep. So they can reach out to me, um, uh, Rick, R-I-C-K, at MoonriseExtracts, all one word, dot com. Uh, and that's probably the best way to get a hold of me is via email. They can also go to ColoradoCultivars.com or MoonriseExtracts.com and, uh, and find information about the companies and, and myself there as well. Thanks again, Rick. And I want to thank all of our listeners. Make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes and give us a review. Please tell your friends and help spread the word on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other social medias. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do the things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.